Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Retirement Tips Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today, I got with me Corey Rick, and he is with Long-Term Care Planning Group. Welcome, Corey. Uh, Thank you, Lee. Appreciate it. Before we get too far into things, tell us about Long-Term Care Planning Group. How are you serving folks? Well, we help people own their future by understanding and implementing long-term care. We've been at it uh, as a result of multiple personal experiences since 2001, and uh, we focus solely on long-term care. And, uh, you know, we don't do any other business. Uh, we don't help folks with life insurance or health insurance or disability income. We don't manage money or do any financial planning. We do one thing and uh, have done so pretty much for the last 20 years. And we operate in most of the 50 states and we're carrier and instrument neutral. I know, long answer to a short question. Well, for the listener that isn't familiar, tell us about what long-term care means and and why you should plan for it. Well, long-term care is the kind of help you may need as a result of prolonged illness or disability. It could be that somebody is dealing with the after effects of having lived a long life. And the venue that's most commonly associated with long-term care is that of the nursing home. But long-term care insurance will provide a stream of income to pay for care in the venue the client's choosing. And it could be in their home, it could be adult daycare, it could be uh, community-based services that support somebody living at home, like senior centers, transportation services, or Meals on Wheels. It could be assisted living or the nursing home. So it's a continuum, and uh, it's based on how much attention and how much uh, additional care the client needs based on you know, what kind of safety that they need also. So it sounds like it flexes to whatever the needs are of the client? It does. Yeah, the, uh, the client and their family make the choice about where to get care. Uh, the carriers don't dictate to the clients. It just, you know, the insurance provides a stream of income to uh, have the client get care in the venue of their choosing. So if, if uh, like, say my parent stays with me, there's ways for me to use this insurance to help take care of my parents? Potentially, depending upon how it's structured, yes, assuming that they had the insurance prior to going on claim and and so on. Now, what about uh, for people who think that somehow the government is going to take care of them? How does that play out in real life? Uh, It doesn't. Uh, The only way that it plays out currently is if uh, the client meets the state. Uh, Medicaid rules for minimum income and assets. And generally, they have the client spend the money on their care to certain minimum income and asset levels, and the state will, the state will step in. And in a lot of cases, the, the client will get assistance uh, in the venue that they tell people they'll never go to, and that's the nursing home. Is that uh, a fear of a lot of people is going to some nursing home? Uh, sometimes, I mean, there's a, uh, 
early on when the product got started in 1974, it, prov- it provided care primarily in the nursing home. And, you know, there's, there's many nursing homes that are, are excellent and it, it's a venue that does, that can have a negative connotation for sure. So now for most people, at what age are they starting to think about, maybe I should invest in long-term care? Well, people need to be educated on it. And, and this product isn't for everyone. The planning isn't for everyone. But understanding what it is and maybe more importantly what it is not is. And uh, many times folks, uh, they just don't understand it until it's already happened to them. And one thing that they don't, that many don't realize, Lee, is that uh, people have to be healthy to qualify for it uh, because they have to be individually underwritten for it. And carriers tend to look at uh, tenure medical history, tenure surgical history, and medications the client is taking or has taken to be sure that you know they can accept the client for a plan. So a lot of folks don't realize the role that their health plays uh, in securing the coverage. And as we say, uh, money pays for it, but health buys it. And then at what age is a typical uh, client of yours starting to think about it and then eventually pulling the trigger? We start educating folks right around the age of 40. And uh, uh, if they've had a prior experience, sometimes it's earlier, but uh, many times clients that are underneath the age of 40, they, they have other responsibilities and priorities financial planning wise. And uh, certainly it's an age-based instrument. It's an instrument that is, um, uh, can be a byproduct of the client's health. Uh, so there are many factors that go into considering it and securing the coverage. But to answer your question, we start educating people generally right around the age of 40 so uh, they can get their questions answered and figure out you know, what, if anything, they should do. So now if you were advising a client, I know you specialize in long-term care, but what would be kind of the package that a person should have as they kind of uh, work their way into retirement? Well, everything can be geared according to how the client wants it. And, and there are multiple factors to consider. One, we basically have a three-step process. One is education. Uh, we spend a lot of time uh, educating folks. We have, uh, I'm told, a pretty uh, comprehensive website. Uh, we have web-based tools like the website. We have automation that help you, that helps people understand it. And then we have uh, people that will help clients uh, answering their questions and so on. Um, we gear plans according to client net worth, according to income assumptions. And, and part of this is understanding what the cost of care is, uh, where the client is currently living or where they may be getting care. And there's a tool that's put out by Genworth. If someone Googles the Genworth cost of long-term care, there's an instrument that will detail the costs for eight to 10 major cities in every state in the union for home care, for adult daycare, for assisted living and the nursing home. And uh, so we, I know that's kind of a long answer to a short question. Uh, there are many factors that go into what kind of a plan a client wants. And, and many times what is available to them on the individual chassis is uh, a direct result of how they present medically. Um, clients may be aware that uh, they can build a plan assuming they're healthy enough and they can buy between $50 and $500 a day of coverage. Uh, that general tool will help them narrow down what kind of uh, daily benefit to create 
they can get a benefit period that could pay uh, for a couple of years all the way up to unlimited. And um, they can get inflation that usually ranges between one, two, three, four, or 5% compound inflation. And what that does is it uh, escalates the daily benefit to grow each year so the client can maintain their buying power and keep up with the cost of care. And finally, there's a another metric called uh, the elimination period, and that's just another way of saying deductible. So uh, this coupled with the client's age and uh, what underwriting class they land in will, will affect the price. So there's a number of factors that affect what we do, and uh, it's really important that the client understands this and like I said, we have multiple ways to, to help clients get to where they got to get. There's underwriting and then there's funding because clients may want to write one check and be done. They may want to pay over five years or 10 years or 20 years. Uh, so a lot of folks uh, are out there and they, they have these plans that are what we call life pay, which means they're, they're paying for the rest of their lives or they're paying until they use it. And many clients don't understand that there sometimes uh, can be a payment strategy too, because we have a lot of executives that we help out and they're in their high earning years and, and they would like to be aware of uh, uh, what a payment strategy might look like for five or 10 years so they can pay for the plan. And it's not something that they have to pay for when they're retired and perhaps living on a fixed or lesser income. So now I would imagine that any like this type of insurance in any type of insurance, really, when it comes to aging, it's so hard to project because a person doesn't know, are they going to live yeah. a year? They're going to live 50 years, 40 years. How do you help them kind of manage that and, and protect them? Well, we, uh, you know, it's a great point and you're right. We, a lot of this is science. Some of it is art. We, we do like to get to know the client. We do like to talk about longevity. Uh, and even though we don't work with investments or anything of that nature, uh, a client that's very, very conservative may want a longer, uh, more conservative uh, plan. Um, and so there's there's just a lot of things uh, to consider there. But, uh, you know, you want to be clear on on what the client's health is and what their family history is and longevity. And those things play a, a pretty significant part in what kind of plan uh, a client will build. When you're working with a husband and wife, um, are, is each plan just geared specifically for the individual or is there a way to do it as a couple? Yeah, we can do it either or. Um, a couple of factors that come into play. One is the health of the client's uh, Sometimes uh, a carrier will take one and not the other. Uh, if there's an age difference, that can impact the sort of planning that we do. Uh, but all of the things being equal, the client would need to understand what the price differential, if any, is uh, with uh, the client and uh, their spouse being on one plan or being on separate plans. If you could share one piece of advice or one retirement tip uh, for our listeners regarding this, what would be your piece of advice regarding long-term care? Your question is answered. Uh, it is not for everyone, but being clear on what it is and perhaps more importantly, what it isn't is, it may or may not make sense uh, for a client to go forward and do the planning, but certainly at the very least, they got to have the questions answered and they have to understand what the costs of care are uh, in their area or where they're considering, you know, being covered. And we referenced the Genworth 
cost of care tool that's out there. It's free. It's available to everybody. And they uh, have done a, an excellent job of uh, really studying the costs of care. And um, clients just need to be aware uh, of what this is and what it isn't. Um, it is not for everyone. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more about you and your firm, uh, what is the best website? So they can contact me directly at 678-814-5088. That's a direct number. Uh, they could email me at Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, and then this is all one word, at the long-term care planning group. Or they could visit our website at www.thelongtermcareplanninggroup.com. Good stuff, Corey. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Retirement Tips Radio. Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com. 